0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Morning Coffee with the Beast. Today, I'm having my coffee with a glass of water, and I'm actually eating breakfast with y'all today. It's a little bit later in the day than I like, but you got to take care of yourself, man. You got to get that rest. Uh, Well, tomorrow, I guess, this weekend, I won't be waking up as early as I normally do. I'll be working a shift that enables me to sleep Uh, without impediment, which is good, sleep is very healthy, Um, we've been doing these uh, podcasts together now for almost three weeks, we got about three weeks of material, and I don't know if I'm outpacing myself, or if I'm running out of things to talk to, I mean really I'm not, I'm not running out of things to talk about, because shit changes every day. That's the way the world is. It's beautiful. One thing I am noticing, though, is that when I do do it early, early in the morning, I listened to one of the ones where I was like kind of whispering. I don't know how y'all feel about that, but it's definitely challenging to fully be awake at like four o'clock in the morning and pump one of these out. So, I'm gonna recommit myself to doing the morning coffee episodes and making sure that I have—well, um, excuse me—that you have my full attention. Mind you, I'm eating breakfast. I'm sitting here by myself. I'm not really having a conversation. Um, but what I kind of want—besides all that stuff—just giving you guys updates. I like to keep you informed, keep you inside of my head. This is my, think of this as like an extension of my brain, the whole podcast. I kind of talked about this in a different recording that I had. can't remember if it was the morning coffee or if it was the self-defense one that will be coming out on Sunday. But uh this podcast, in terms of like brainchild, I, I feel like... Some people call brainchild like, you know, when they design something or they have a specific formula or they have some new technology that they put together and that they truly develop. Like uh, like PayPal is the brainchild of whomever made it as well as Elon Musk. Don't know the other people, but Elon Musk is the most notable of those folks nowadays. Well, this podcast is my brainchild in the sense... I have a lot of things going on in my head all the time. And I need to put them forth. And I I've discussed this before. It's a, a "quote unquote my art form," right? So putting it on paper as great as that would sound to me or as great as that might be. I I can't I can't formulate the words all the time and um <clears throat> or I honestly don't enjoy writing that much whereas doing this podcast form I it, you know it's so much easier for me to dedicate I like the vocal vocalization of the words kind of the manifestation of everything and at the same time I don't have to do much to like if I want to see my progress I don't have to do much to get that return I can just boom pick it up I can hear that I already did something I can visually see the time that I've been putting in those metrics really help me get to where I want to get. So I appreciate that for myself. Uh, I just read a, I read an ad yesterday for the app that I use to record the podcast. It's Anchor.fm. It's the Anchor app. I have a Apple iPhone. So it's um, honestly, it's exactly what I was looking for. I would have started these podcasts maybe two years ago had I known about this. But we are where we are. Everything happens for a reason. And everything doesn't happen for a reason. That's why I haven't won the lottery yet. Um, No, I'm just kidding. At least that's what I tell myself. But, um, anyways, I want to discuss with y'all today what does it mean to be a beast? And what, why am I so tied to this beastly thing? Well, I'm pretty sure I've brought this up before, but the main idea behind beasting with Brian slash Morning Coffee with the Beast and focusing on the whole beast aspect of everything, like what is a beast, Brian? Like you're not a beast, you're not rich, you're not powerful, how are you a beast? Well, beast really has nothing to do with, with those metrics. I, it's I equate it similar to to the idea of intelligence. I took a class some years back, might have been sociology, psychology, can't recall. And we were discussing the concept of an IQ test and the concept of intelligence and how your sociological environmental uh, environment really. Influences the outcome of your results, and that the tests are designed not so much for a particular person but they're designed by uh, one group of people to be addressed to another singular group of people. But, um, and that's why the tests vary so much. That's the main issue with standardized testing, is that you across the board will not. Get the results that actually reflect the population So When we discuss who's intelligent And who's the smartest people in the world And we start to say computer people Da 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 Well in the hierarchy of intelligence It's because we we Believe that that is more Complex and probably because More More people don't have a liking To it but I guarantee you if people Enjoyed that stuff more More people would cling to that, and that would just become everyday knowledge as opposed to those people being intelligent. Uh, Intelligence, there's definitely stupid and smart people, but intelligence is more based in what you like to do as opposed to what you're capable of knowing. So, because as human beings, we typically have all the same capacity, guaranteed. Guaranteed that the mental capacity of each person is quite similar, even the unintelligent ones. that's just a fact. So with that being said, there really is no excuse. there's really no reason to dumb things down per se. You can what the true statement ought to be, like if you're going to say, "Oh, I want to dumb things down," no, that's an incorrect way of talking. It's quite rude. And conceded to believe that you are this holder of great knowledge. In fact, you should say, oh, let me say this a different way. Or let me translate this to you in something that you might understand. And some people might not like that. But at the end of the day, we can all speak the same language. And there's no reason if you want to have a better understanding of, of one topic, there's no reason for you to bring it to somebody else. And that's why we have things like similes and metaphors. So that people can make uh, relations to things. And that's why I always relate things to other stuff. Like I'm doing now with intelligence to the way I describe what a beast is. And what is a beast? A beast is really anybody, anything that puts forth a certain amount of effort that kind of depicts a very animalistic sense of what it means to be human. And I'm very... uh, very tied to the idea of humanity. Uh, I'm not a humanist. I know that's like an actual specific thing and I don't know enough about humanism to call myself a humanist. I need to get more cream for the coffee. I'm already at two cups today, I think. Might be more, I don't know. I never keep track. I drink coffee till I'm satisfied. feel me? I don't eat till I'm satisfied. Because that would mean I cannot stop eating. Alright. So anyways, I used to call myself a humanist, but that was before I found out it was actually a group of people. So I'm not a humanist. But I do have faith in humanity. And what do I mean by that? I think for the most part, Uh, We're capable of good. Um, No, 100% we're capable of good. And I acknowledge that we're also capable of evil. And the fact is that most of history is actually filled with evil acts. And that's kind of the basis of everything. Somebody told me this term. uh, No, I heard it in a podcast. I can't remember what it's called. But it's like the romanticization... Of historical facts And civilizations Like there's some groups of people That we've decided And romanticized in our heads And completely washed out their Their level of brutality No matter how horrifying it actually was So I don't like to do that What I like to do is I like to be matter of fact And I don't even try to consider Oh this is how things were back then It's just how people can be. Because it's not how things were. That's how things are. It's just that we've evolved so much in terms of technology that we no longer, for the most part, fall into some horrible things. And horrible things still happen today. All you have to do is watch the news, and you can understand that horrible things still happen today. All the time, everywhere you go. But I still have faith. Now you might be wondering why? Why would I have faith in what can, what some might deem as such a terrible place to live? Well, the fact of the matter is, is that life just keeps getting better. You know, we're not dying of uh, of simple diseases like a simple cough for the most part. Not on a grand scale. Like if COVID nineteen had hit this world a hundred years ago it probably would have been way worse given all the same conditions as the people that are high risk. Um, well, there's no way that you would have been able to get medical care. Even if it had hit us maybe, let's say, 30 years ago, it would have been way worse. In my opinion, it's just the way it is. Uh, we, You know, we've kind of, as it, as a race have kind of been getting much more healthy and things of that nature, despite the increase of the obesity rate and things of that like that. I mean, who knows? Maybe those numbers aren't actually reflecting the level of health of people and that we're actually getting more fit and gaining more muscle. I don't know. A study ought to be done. According to the BMI scale, I have been obese a majority of my life, so it's very difficult to for me to weigh in on that one. Anyways, back to being what is a beast. So the birth of the of the Beasting with Brian, I don't want to call it brand, but essentially I it, it is my brand, it is me. So the birth of Beasting with Brian started with a video that my brother-in-law shot for Vimeo. Well, not for Vimeo, but put it on Vimeo. Me going around, talking about different animals, and trying to catch snakes. I have been uh into catching snakes and shit like that since I was a little kid, since I was like four or five. I caught my first snake, I think, like officially at like 11. I was bit by a snake at six, and that kinda, just like Spider-Man, I was, I was then the snake man. And I always tried to catch every snake I could in New England. I was only able to catch three species just because that's all I could find. I got um I caught many garter snakes. Those are just the easiest. Uh oh my goodness, can't remember the name. Starts with the C, but it's another small green snake with oh the ribbon snake. It does not start with the C. Uh and I've also caught a ringneck snake. Handful of toads, shrews, mice. I even almost caught a... And all this is with my bare hands. I don't use tools. I'm a very... I I was a student of the Crocodile Hunter and Jeff Corwin in my youth. And all I go with is I'll find a stick on my way in and be able to catch snakes like that. I've caught probably... Probably hundreds of snakes, to be honest. And that was just in mainly Massachusetts. Mainly Massachusetts. And then... Ever since I moved here, well, I've caught lizard. I've caught snakes, no, I haven't caught snakes all over, but I've caught lizards, I, I like lizards more than snakes now, before I was more of a snake fan, now I'm a lizard fan again, and I've always had this thing for reptiles, big into like Jurassic Park, even though they're not reptiles, and I'm aware of that now, I'm actually kind of hurt, but, uh, you know, all that beast stuff kind of came, came from me having this interest in herpetology and reptiles and whatnot and my willingness to go out and catch them and then from there you know i've kind of just i've always been a nature guy so like you know beasting with brian it's about getting out in nature doing some things and then i've always been into exercise and like not overkilling myself i've never gotten that uh what is it a uh, rhabdo or whatever it's called Uh, Not that I'm aware of, but I've always been about pushing myself to my limits. Like when I go work out, an ideal workout, I was telling somebody, ideal workout routine for me would be three, four times a week, going to the gym, doing some strength and conditioning, putting in some cardio, then doing some basketball technical work or playing some games like three, four hours a week at at a minimum, and then going for like 30 minutes to an hour swim two, three times a week. And then also hitting the bag for about 30 minutes two, three times a week, that is an ideal workout routine for me, roughly like that, not perfect, but roughly like that, but doing all those, like, I have no problem doing those things every day, my body does, but my mental state has no problem doing that all the time, every time, and that's another thing, like, when people go work out with me, they usually want to pass out, and I'm not in the best shape that I want to be, but I guarantee you, I can outpace a lot of people. Just based off of my my workout routine. Um, I'm not the fastest. I can't jump the highest. I'm not the most like skilled person in anything that I do. But I like to push myself. I I am competitive, and that's another component of being a beast. It's being competitive, being adventurous, being competitive, being courageous. I. There's many, there's another, there's another item that I add into it. It's like, when a situation arises, what are you willing to do? Now, I'm not saying put yourself in harm's way. Although that could be a beast thing, but don't be stupid about it. Don't do things that you're not capable of. Like if you're walking down the street, you see somebody fall, hit their head. Don't be that person that just keeps walking on by. Stop, call the police, make sure that they're okay. If you know a little bit of first aid, tell them what to do and what not to do. Help them out. Stay with them until help r- arrives. That's a situation that's also occurred with me. And I'm not saying I did anything miraculous, but at least at least I did something. And that's my basis of what it means to be a beast. Like don't just look at the ground and keep walking on by. Do something. If you if you see something, do something. And having an action doesn't mean stepping in. Like if you see a a woman getting beaten by her husband, it's not your job to step in to fight that man. No matter how skilled you are Maybe you can stop it, maybe you can't But you don't know if they have a gun or a knife So it's not your job And even if you carry a weapon still not your job Because you're going to jail now So you really have to You have to have that critical thinking aspect to it Anyways Spilling into the self-defense component of, Of how I feel about those kinds of things That's also what it means to be a beast And then Live life to the fullest Have fun When I say live life to the fullest, I mean have fun. Make sure you're enjoying every second. Milk this life because we only get one, most likely. We only get one of these lives and you don't know when you're going to pass. So you might as well enjoy it. might as well have a smile on your face and be happy. You're going to get frustrated. That's part of it. But turn around. Enjoy every moment. Take a breath. Learn to get your heart rate down. Get back to homeostasis and enjoy that shit. Anyways, happy St. Patrick's Day. I'm about to enjoy this day like an Irishman should. Love y'all. Peace. The Beast is out.